Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think we're back. Great. Uh, how are we doing? Same. How's that coconut? Kicking. Oh, you've got your white shawl on. The kimono. Your white shawl. Oh, okay, everybody. Hope you had a good break. Uh, I guess uh, welcome back. Welcome back to part two uh. of uh. Still here. Of, uh, Still here. The, uh, Can you hear? With our guest, uh, Mama Jen. With your third eye, are your third eyes open? Are oh. your eyes closed? We don't know what the real lies underneath oh, the real Oh, she's got a little eyes. freestyle. Hey. Okay. <laughs> little... what happens when you're here. You just learn how to be creative. A little, a little intro freestyle. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, we're going to take a deep breath. Ah. <sighs> One more, I'm gonna inhale. Ah. Breathing always helps. Breathing is underrated. Like, anyone that's going through anything right now, just just take a moment, just hey, set down the spatula or you know, put down the cup that you're drinking out of. And just just take a breath. Breathe in. And exhale. What are they going through with the special in their hand? Like having a hard time making an omelet? Making an omelet, I don't know. I, like, whenever I'm making, making <laughs> breakfast, that's, don't worry about that. Uh, every time I'm making breakfast, I, uh... I listen to podcasts. It's just it's just the thing I do. Oh, that's nice. It's like yeah. having breakfast with someone. Well, it's um it's a way to help me feel like I'm not alone. Mm. And it allows uh Yeah, it allows me to have some company without having to like actually That's multitasking. You commit. can do a mundane task. Yeah, so without having to actually like commit to uh, having company. Yeah. yeah, I used to do that. I used to work in construction, and I would like be making something and listening to an audiobook. Arts and crafts. Yeah, on a large scale. What What were you making? Arts and crafts actually was a style what, of home what, building. What were you making? What were you I doing? I was like renovating, doing renovations. Is that what you did before you uh, graduated to uh, Cloud Nine? In yes. Bali? Yes. You, you did renovate, like, house, like, construction? Yeah. Uh, I you were a construction worker? Uh, was it, well, I had a company, and we were doing we were doing renovations on... Because Pittsburgh has so many dilapidated homes. I fucking need some renovations in my life. Yeah. It's a metaphor. Personal renovation. Inside, outside. Pittsburgh's got, uh, like... <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one thing it does have. Lots of old houses. What's, Phil, what's Pittsburgh's answer to the Philadelphia ste- cheese steak sandwich? Permanius. <laughs> Sounds fucking disgusting. It's great. French fries and coleslaw. They put it on sandwiches. That's uh, that's the cornerstone of a balanced diet. Yep. Um, that's um. Pittsburgh. Totally. That's the only thing better than breast milk. Actually, is um, pananes. You can dip it in the milk. Pananes. Permanties. Permanties. Permanies. Permanies. Sounds fucking disgusting. You're disgusting. No, it's great. It's, uh, it's a, I mean, I guess you know that's that's definitely far from like the the vegan uh, the vegan keto spirulina bowls here in Ubud. That's like so 180. Are you vegan? Yeah, yeah. So you don't eat 
I'm safe to say you no longer engage in. There's probably vegan pananes. Uh, are you trying to say paninis or pamanes? Pamanes. Yeah, there's. Uh, hey, yeah. Sorry, I don't mind my California accent. Yeah, I, you can get I'll it. I'll say yeah. it right. Yeah. Pananes. Yeah. Panane. <laughs> it's easy. You just put your fries on your food and you eat it. Oh, I thought that was like mayonnaise. No, involved. it's fry. French fries. Panane's is French fries. Well, it's 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 a it's a it's a I think they're brothers or something. They just put used to put their French fries on their sandwiches and then they eat. So, yeah. It sounds like there should be some mayonnaise involved there. Well, you can do it like how you like. A's. Like it sounds like like hollandaise, mayonnaise, panane's. There's I think there's mayo on the original maybe on the well, sandwich. Yeah, there's, uh, the original's probably got everything. It's like here's some mayonnaise and some bacon bits. I think the classic U.S. sandwich has mayonnaise on it. Pittsburgh does it big. We just like french fries on our sandwiches. <laughs> hey, you know. That's <laughs> We're too busy put working. Some, put, some, time. put some fries on it. Yeah. When in doubt, put some fries on it. I feel like that's a song. If this was a DJ talk show, we would like remix that right now, that song. What's that song? Put some, put some, some D's fries on, on it. Bitch. Yeah. Whoa, damn, girl. Jeez. Yeah. Hip hop is from Pittsburgh. She just got like really she just got really Pittsburgh. Just all you gotta do is mention panenes <laughs> around Mama Jen. Permantes <laughs> around Mama Jen. And she'll just get real G real quick. Now anyone from the city knows it's it's like it's deep pride coming from that town. We love each other. It's a family thing. I'm, La familia. I promise I we will. We love not, our ketchup. I'm not in any way disrespecting the no. May me. I don't feel you know Heinz ketchup came from Pittsburgh. I heard Heinz, Cam- uh, Heinz Ketchup was a Democratic uh, operative. Because Heinz, the, the woman that owns Heinz, is married to John Kerry. Uh, and he's part of the like deep state skull and bones. It says, so ketchup is deep state. Well, if you eat ketchup, you're more likely to believe election Supporting results. Supporting the cabal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Support your You're more likely to believe, believe mainstream, made, mainstream, mainstream. mainstream made media. It's pretty much about as useless as mayonnaise uh if you if you eat ketchup especially ketchup because you know what it contains fetal cells no high fructose corn syrup well the original didn't the original had sugar but like cane juice the new commercial actually right now and here's here's a fun fact for anyone who's not checking this out if you look up Heinz ketchup, everybody, nobody's checking this out. No, well, right. if you look up Heinz ketchup ingredients in the U.S. versus the U.K., in the U.K., I think in U.K. or other countries, it's sugar, salt, blah blah blah. But in the U.S., it's high fructose, high fructose corn syrup. So actually, even the same products, even though they're branded in the same way worldwide, they're made with different ingredients. Same thing with soda pop. That's because the the corn, the corn industry, which is what high fructose corn syrup is made from corn. They get massive government subsidies. Yeah. Uh, so basically, that corn syrup is made for, like, they get paid money to grow corn and just pump out high fructose corn syrup. Well, arguably, it's all owned by the same people. I mean, if the you Illuminati? follow the if you follow the trail of money, money goes all the way to a couple people, yeah, and Hines. a couple people Teresa pay everyone. They pay the American Health Association. They pay the medical colleges. They pay the companies the that Jews. grow yeah they, i mean look the if 90 if, if 99 percent of the money is owned by what four or five people who four or five was well, benza rockefeller jeff bezos no rockefeller Soros. is old and that's a family that's not one person now it's like jeff bezos jeff bezos rockefeller has more money than bezos absolutely incorrect what jeff bezos is the richest man in the world he's got like one point you know did you know jeff bezos tripled 
his net worth since COVID started. Of course. It's fucking balling. Anyone could have so told that. So Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Mark Zuckerberg have more money collectively than like most of the countries of the world yeah. put together. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> There's those guys. So that's three. There was a fourth one. I forgot who the fourth. Oh, Teresa Hines. Hines Ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> John Kerry. I don't even think that guy's alive anymore. Uh, he is, I think. Jim John, Carrey? John, John Carrey. Carrey. <laughs> I don't Not quite as funny. John guy. Kerry is like, uh, he was like foreign policy advisor to Bill Clinton, mm. super involved in a lot of overseas wars, ran for president, lost against George Bush back when it was the Republicans' turn. They like to switch. Republicans and Dems like to switch so that people think that they have a choice. Yeah. Otherwise, it's obvious. Are you red or blue this year? Well, I'm red, white, and blue because we're all American. Purple. Yeah, purple power. You ever heard of a purple people people leader? It's a book? Something my mom used to... It's like, the one-eye-one-whore-flying-purple-people-eater. One-eye-one-whore-flying-purple-people-eater. That wasn't a thing for us. My mom was a fucking hippie. My mom made me watch her... Speaking of children, my mother made me watch her give birth... To my little sister, who's dead now, um, was it, it was she died drowning. It had nothing to do with birth. Live? She drowned live. No, she made you watch it live, or like watch a video of it. Watched it live. Oh. This is before people. This was not what she gonna put it on a VHS. I don't know. Yeah, it was like my mom was like, "Come in here, you're gonna watch." Yeah, so I never thought my mom the same after watching a child come out of her vagina. That was three times I saw it. It wasn't she didn't want me to watch her give birth once. She wanted me to watch her give birth. I'm like, these aren't even my brothers. These are like my half-brothers with other men. Did the second two times, <laughs> was it your choice or also forced? I was forcibly uh, subjected cool. to watching my mother give birth. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have any memories really as a child. So I don't know if it was like forced, like yeah. voyeurism or what. I think she like maybe was like, oh, like just walk. Like, I don't, I don't know, dude. My mom's weird. I don't know how it went down, but I know that I saw my mother give birth several times. Okay. All home births. Okay. Yeah. All, uh, I thank my mother for uh, the bacteria of her vagina mm. becoming the immune system of my body. Mm. That's cool of her. She, uh, you know, home birth, lots of breastfeeding. So, like, I don't get sick. I mean, uh, you heard of Kumba Mela? No. So, I won't get into the details. Basically, it's this festival in India that if you talk to the Brahmas, the Brahmas are like the high priests of India. They're the ones that like carry on the lineage of like all the information from like Hindu culture for years. If you ask them about Kumbh Mela, like how long has this festival been going on? They're like, oh, it's been going on since the beginning of time, which is pretty awesome. Which is it, only 2,023 years ago. Just kidding. <laughs> or whatever. So Jesus would say. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yes, thousands of years, it's like where the... The river, the Ganga River, and like the Yantri River, and like it's it's pretty, like serious thing. And every twelve years they have the Maha Kumela. So the Kumela is every four years, and then every twelve years is the Maha. And Maha, in in Hindi means great, like the Maharaji or the Maha whatever. The ah. Taj Mahal. It's like Maha is like great. So, anyways, every twelve years they have the 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 Maha Kumela. And I I went to the I went to the Maha Kumela. The last one was in 2012, so next was 2024. And I was like, there was like just dirty, like, groundwater, like, bubbling out of a rusty pipe. And I just, like, drank it because it was in the moment. And, you know, I was at, once I was, like, in, in Nairobi. We've all put things in our mouth in the moment that we regretted later. <sighs> and, uh, and we've been fine after. It's fine. So, like, in Nairobi, K- 
Kenya and it was my first day in Nairobi. And the power went out. There was a blackout because they were rolling blackouts there. And I started like eat my dinner and the lights went on and it was like cold raw chicken. And apparently like raw chicken in Africa is like very dangerous. And like, you know, I didn't get sick from that. Like I never ever get sick at all. Sometimes I have allergies because of a hyperactive immune system. I never get sick. And I think um, the the bacteria on my mother's vaginal walls for that. So, you know, I think the the home births were good. And I watched my mother give birth several times, and it was pretty much like I could never, could never go back to seeing my mother as a as a regular being. So um, I don't know. You don't, is this your first child? Yeah, it is. Um, so you don't have to have another child watch you give birth to your child. I, I don't. I, I'm not. I don't feel like I would force that. It would be maybe an offering, but not a force. But there is. It, it is interesting, right? Because. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like a lot of a lot of times babies, I mean actually even Fabio, he uh got formula milk as a child and he suffered probably a decade or two of really difficult um gastrointestinal problems from it just because really like the body uh, and the immune system and like the body really it needs the the nutrients from the breast milk. And like a lot of times too, I mean, some births, yeah, but a lot of births that are being even pushed into C-sections, it's not necessary. Like breech birthing, super normal. Even in the intes- the umbilical cord, if it's wrapped around the baby. I mean, look, I'm not telling you I'm a doctor, but it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's honestly like the baby gets oxygen from the cord. Yeah, sometimes if the cord is like crimped or here or there, but a lot of times babies can come out with the cords wrapped around their neck. They can come out feet first, butt first, finger first. And they're fine. And like that experience of coming through the vagina and putting the mouth on the on the boob, it's super important for like lifetime health. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, biologically, so you can eat raw chicken in Africa like yeah, a normal human. If you got a good mom, you could be my mom. I would have I'd be cool with you being Thanks. my mom. Thank you. Uh, you. We could have been a single mom and had me in yeah, Bali. I would have been fine with that. Hanging out. I'm sure like I would have been fine with your I'm not trying to sexualize your breasts right now. No, I mean, they're functional. They do the job. She's literally holding her. I'm holding the part. I don't know what I'm holding. That's the top of the belly. It's like the top of. It's kind of blending into one. Yeah. Did you look so motherly right now? You've got like this white. Jen's got like this white like gown on and she's got this big belly and she's like resting her hands like Buddha, like on top of the belly, like just sort of cradling one breast. It's like a very like motherly. Motherly. It's an embodiment of divine mothership. It's pretty intense. Yeah, I I, I think that, like, that's... Yeah, this is pretty intense. I um. Are you lactating already? I have a... It's called colostrum, but... That's, like, pre-lactate? If I, like, squeeze it... No. Are you... Sque- what happened? If you squeeze them... Let me see. Well, nothing's coming out. Uh, if you squeeze them, sometimes it like this yellow stuff will come out. Oh yeah, like do you see? Like that. It's like. Oh. Um, oh, that's like that's like pre-milk. Yeah, it's like to. Should I should I try it? Yeah, you can, but there's like not really that much. All right, hold on. Um, Let me see. It's just not really. It's not that much. Um. Yeah, so it's apparently really healthy for the baby. Like some people even say. Is it really to, okay for me to try that? 
Yeah, I've tasted it, but it doesn't really taste like All there's right, not coming really over. much. Um, it has a lot of like healthy. Trying to not be inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> you just lick my finger. Oh, it's not that much. It doesn't really taste like anything. It's like it tastes like butter or something. Can I? You you make me literally want to try it out of your nipple. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds so stressed. Like it only in like Bali. Like, oh no, it's cool. It's totally just we're trying to be intimate. It's, a ther- it's called breath milk therapy. It's like it combines like. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I try them? Okay, here. Just can I just try. Them? <laughs> Let me try. Them. <laughs> oh my god, this is so. I don't think it works like that. It doesn't come out. Oh, here it is. Hold on. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Is it coming out? Yeah, it tastes good. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> it's practice. It tastes like. <laughs> it tastes like butter. Does it taste like butter? Uh, well, let me see. <laughs> Wait, check it. This is so. <laughs> this is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is literally like your business. You're you're talking about now. Did you taste it? Private reserve. I mean, that was an appetizer. <laughs> like. Yeah. See. This That's is... like. You could be my mom. Well, I, in a way, I am. <laughs> it strangely turned me on a little bit. I wasn't. It's kind of awkward. Should be turned on by that. Should be turned on by that, Aaron. Get it together. Oh my God. Well, you know, you probably it's pro- it's supposed to be really good for you. So. Yeah, I'm hoping that like the biofeedback. It's gonna give it some. <laughs> yeah, like swing by any time. Okay. No, I'm serious. <laughs> we'll work something out. Uh, He's this gonna... is like. Divine manifestation. You know what's funny is like whenever I, whenever I do that, I can feel like him moving around in there. He's like, no, it's my milk, you know, like don't. Fuck that, so. <sighs> yeah, maybe I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't wrestle wrestle your baby for it. <laughs> maybe he's like, what's going on? It's probably good. Like maybe a little more research is needed, but it's probably good to like pre, like start to get. You know what I mean? Like it's probably good because then you're just like pumping, and actually you're gonna start. It starts to get like you need to squeeze it. Like, like it gets, like, you know, things get back. Like water release. Speaking of, it, sunflower lecithin is really an amazing um, lubricant for breasts. Like I've read that a lot of moms have issues, especially with weird, sad diets, American diets, or. And, it, to la- and lactating, they have they have they like their milk ducts will get inflamed and infected. Oh. It's really painful, I've heard. But sunflower lecithin is really good for that to keep everything flowing for anyone who's. So a mother that's having a tough time lactating sufficiently to feed her child, if she how does she apply the sunflower? She eats it. So it's yeah. a, it's an oil. It's a it's a granule. It's and a, you get it. It's a supplement that yeah, you can get. Yeah, you can order it on the Amazon. Sunflower. Lethicin. Lethicin. Yeah. And stay hydrated. Drink a lot of coconut water. Or drink water. Drink. Eat hydrating fruits. A lot yeah. of times, like, lactation comes from stress. Like, problems with lactation comes from stress. And it comes from poor diet. Women aren't hydrated enough. They're not eating the right things. And sometimes even the body cuts it off if like their diets are so bad because like that that toxicity is going to the child and so yeah just check out your diet diet's like fundamental in health you know I mean diet's fundamental to to everything right to a lot that's pretty much the cornerstone to to all existence and also 
definitely good to like make sure your health is in check because you want that child when that child grows up to help take care of you. And if that child is born healthy and can make healthy choices in their life and, you know, be a healthy person physically, spiritually and psychologically, then when they get older, when they grow up and you become, you know, an old lady, then, you know, your kid will take your kids will take care of you. Well, and it's it's I feel it's more about doing the best we can, teaching the best we can, sharing the best we can, because, you know, like I know how my body feels eating one thing versus another. If I eat like a bowl of noodles, I feel terrible. If I eat mm. a bowl of superfoods, I feel great. So right. And part of the reason for that is because you have good, natural, healthy instincts, mm. right? Like what makes you more attracted to a delicious bowl of fresh greens with avocado and kimchi, you know, and walnuts. What makes you more attracted to that than, uh, you know, a bag of, you know, instant noodles, you know, with some fake powdered flavoring? The reason you're more attracted to the healthy food is because you have a healthy instinct. Well, it's layers, right? One, the microbiome of the small, of the, of the small intestines or the large intestines is really powerful. So microbiome is bacteria with its own consciousness and the bacteria needs to eat what it already is built to eat. So if you have a diet heavy in gluten or heavy in starch or heavy in something, your body's going to naturally crave that food because that's the bacteria that is in your body. So actually it takes a lot of time for someone to change their diet. It doesn't always come from instinct. Sometimes it comes from literally the bacteria that's growing inside and then also a lot of our diet patterns are emotional or we value money over health or we value ease over nutrition. Yeah, that's so f that's that's like one of the most fucked up misorganized priorities in our life is saying I want to save money, so I'm going to cut corners on the food I eat so I can get this new Gucci shirt. Right, yeah, Gucci's Calvin Klein shirt. People probably aren't coming back. Eat a lot of noodles to get the Gucci shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And it's really freaking ridiculous because your health, your body's health, should be the absolute most important thing to your existence in this entire world. Not just for yourself, but for those around you. If you're not healthy, you can't take care of anyone else around you. So if you're healthy, that's not only taking care of yourself, but that's helping taking care helping to take care of the people around you, the people who love you, people in your family, and society as a whole. Yeah, self-responsibility, number one. And, like, you know, unfortunately, a lot of those cultures, people are taught to value other things. They're not taught to value health. If you open a magazine in the United States, there's a health section, but the rest of it is how, what to buy. And so... Consumerism. Yeah, and so... Full tilt. And the health section is what to buy to be healthy. So it's, you know, are they really teaching values that matter? Are they teaching values that make money? And at the end of the day, you need to ask, what is the driving motivation behind this, this, this advertisement, this conversation, this program? What, what's the purpose of this? What's it showing me? Um, yeah. Uh, well, you would probably say money. Get that money. And that's the thing, right? Because money is just energy. Money is one form of exchanging value. So if you really look at, you know, what we're using money for, people look at money as value. Money has value, but it isn't value. It has value, but it isn't value, okay? 
because you use money in order to get other things or do other things. It's a middleman. So when people follow money, follow money, well, they're forgetting what they're really here for. Money is a tool to allow the soul to express itself, but money is not the purpose of anyone's existence. Mm. Maybe their journey involves money or whatever, but right. But that, I mean, that speaks to sort of a deeper, fundamental human instinct to get rich, and I don't mean get rich in dollar dollar bills, y'all. I mean, since we were trading sea salt and seashells, mm. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty old school. I mean, consumerism and trade and finance. I mean, that was way back. This is back to like Babylon, you know, mm. the original Babylon in Iraq and present day Iraq, you know? Yeah. So I don't think that, I mean, that's not necessarily a, uh, a condition of current societal existence. That's, that's just. That's part of that's part of that's part of just part of the human paradox. I mean, that's just where we're at. I don't think that's a new thing. Well, trading value, yeah, utilizing, yeah, utilizing trade of value throughout the world, of course. And now money is just like one way to trade value. It's a representation of value. But I mean, I guess yeah. The point is, is you know, if you're if you're on the money trail, if you're chasing money, like what what are you really after? You know, if you're after money so you can have a big house, so you can have a great life. You're just looking for happiness. You know what's interesting about living in Bali, like moving to Bali? I mean, there's a lot of things interesting about it. One of them is the the reprioritizing of monetary gain. Mm. You hear a lot less people talk about business here. People, I'm not saying people don't talk about business. There's a lot of business goes on here and people talk about business. It's just, it's not the predominant thing. People aren't talking about the new thing they're going to buy or the new business deal they're going to do. It it seems like that's sort of taking a back seat to people's personal existence here. I mean, which which is nice. It's not, you know, I mean, you know, you, you moved from from Pittsburgh, you know. I came from Hollywood, California. Like we come from, you know, in, industrial and entertainment centers of the United States, right? Like places where consumerism is highly prioritized so it sounds like correct me if i'm wrong what you're speaking of is sort of that adjustment of where exchanges are not so much based on an external monetary system and are instead based on the individual experience hey i grew some i grew some some romaine lettuce in my backyard you know could I get uh, oranges from the tree? Well, first of all, what do people really value? And are the values coming from inside or are they coming from something that's been taught to them to value by people that want them to value, you know, whatever? I mean, here, yeah, people value family. They value community. They value quality of life more than they value getting to be something else. And, mm. you know, it. so one, value, and two, um, you know, like people's understanding of what value is, is different. You know, if you go to Africa, there's organic food in, if you go to um, climb Mount Kilimanjaro, you go to the town, there's, it's like the most beautiful Isle of Whole Foods everywhere for streets and streets. The whole town is filled with the best sweet potatoes, the best watermelons, the best pumpkins. And it's all grown by someone's uncle or cousin. It's all organic. 
And they have fresh water from the mountain. It's paradise there. And then they have this, like, you know, no offense to Coca-Cola, but, you know, they have a Coca-Cola umbrella and it's a okay. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola can take it. Yeah, fuck you. No, but they have, like, this Coca-Cola container and cooler and chairs. And so it's, like, they have everything there for them that will create and sustain great health. And then... So it's all about perception of value, right? If you really value the romaine lettuce or if you value the Coca-Cola, I guess it's 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 going to depend on how you know, how each soul is perceiving value in their lives and understanding actually the impact of what they're doing with their lives influences their fundamental basic needs of fresh air, human body, water, food. Okay, Mama Jen. So <laughs> You're, a lot of shit. you're just the collective mom right now. So let's just say... <laughs> Eat healthy food. <laughs> if you were speaking to the children of the world <clears throat> mm. and you want to deliver a message of the things that have value should be a priority, mm. just in your personal opinion, right? what would you list as the top three priorities as an individual? Top three things someone should put value on instead <clears throat> of money. Living soul embodied. We're gonna we're gonna go over these three too. So okay, so living with full soul soul embodiment, everything, the resources, the opportunities, all the doors and windows will open as the soul continues to express itself. So number one, fundamentally, living from the soul, using your body to express what you came here to express. Two, <clears throat> keeping your energy in your heart and realizing that you know we're all connected and that the heart is what keeps you alive. It keeps us all alive. It's something we all have in common. Everyone who, everything who that is alive, whether it's a tree or in a bacteria or something, everything is connected. We're all part of a system together. And three. We don't have to have a three. I mean, that's the point, right? It's like as soon as as soon as you start to think you this or want this or decide this, then you know. Like, that's the thing, right? We're just, we're here. I don't know. Or are we? So the two. Yeah. One, live soul embodied. Yes. And the two is the heart and mind connection. Yeah, just, you know, live live from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting that you mentioned those two because that's like the, that's like the holy trinity, essentially. It's the soul, the mind, and the body harmoniously existing. Mm. And like with that, everything else pretty much will like fall into place and work well, right? And don't stress. Can I add that one? That's my own personal external add one. Don't stress too much. Well, a lot of times... Re remember to breathe. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? A lot of stress comes from not breathing or overthinking or whatever, mm. so... <sighs> Should we wrap it up? Like a bow. Should we wrap it up like a bow? Should we put a bow on it? <laughs> like a Christmas present. Um, do you, do you have any closing thoughts or anything that you want to say or, um, you know, I just encourage, I encourage each, each soul to go on its own journey and find its own perspective and have compassion for others. I mean, you know, as soon as we start to have conviction of one thing, we learn a lesson that teaches us the other side. So, you know, we could say these things and feel these ways today and tomorrow something happens and our whole perspective changes. And it's really not about being so stagnant in our belief systems as much as it is, is being open to having experiences, which allows our perspectives to evolve uh, as we evolve. So, yeah, you know, 
and that taking everything with a grain of salt, um, closing <laughs> consideration, you know, that I, you know, we're all growing, we're all changing, we're all evolving. And as we do, our perspectives will change and it's okay. So. All right. Well, thank you for the reassurance. <laughs> it's all okay. I hope to see you again. We all hope to see you again before birth. And if not, maybe post birth sometime down yeah. the road. You're at seven and a half months. So I don't know. I know it's a lot of stairs to climb to come to the studio. So I don't know at which point you're like, yeah, it's too many stairs. But if you want to come back in the next few weeks, um, you're totally welcome to. Okay. Thanks for. <clears throat> Thanks for having <laughs> my breast milk. Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounded... Everybody out there, go ahead and give it a shot if you like. Um, not for me, but no. <laughs> from your friend. Leave Jen alone. <laughs> She's ours in Bali. <laughs> Sorry, Fabio. <clears throat> no. Fabio, I'm sure you're a great guy. Listen, Fabio, get it together. <laughs> No, I mean, look it. I'm just saying, as a man from one man to another, like one of the most masculine things you can do in this entire world is be a father, like for freaking real. So, you know, forget all the preconceived notions of what that means are, and come back to Bali. Come, come hang out with your, with your, with your. Uh, I don't want to say your partner, but your. You know, your partner. Your we're partners in our yeah. in that way. Yeah, in that way. Yeah, we're like, partners come, for come, life. Come, come, be a, come be a father, man. Or don't. I don't know, man. It's up to you. But hey, <laughs> don't want to have an accident with that other leg. <laughs> that did not come from me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, listen to the divine and <laughs> be at peace and come back and say hi. Um, all right. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, everyone. This was a really intense episode. Uh, appreciate you all being a part of it. And uh, until next time, Real Talk Stories, live from Bali. Peace and love. <laughs>